We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Good morning. If you're listening in the morning, maybe you're not. What a big assumption. Well, (laughs) what a way to start an episode. I'm not even cutting this out. I'm not editing it. Leah, don't edit it. (laughs) Leah is my amazing producer, by the way. Welcome to Marketing Espresso. What an entrance. I'm having my second coffee for the day and I think it's pretty bloody evident, isn't it? (laughs) Well, I hope that I'm boosting your energy and you're at least having a giggle if you're listening to this in the morning because mornings can be tough in business, right? No, I actually love mornings. I schedule everything for my morning that I know needs to get done that day because there's some neuroscience here and I'm, I'm like, this is the worst quoting you will ever hear in your life, but there is neuroscience around the fact that in the morning it's harder for us to say no to stuff. So we actually get the stuff that is in your too hard basket, which is what my dad called it. And by the way, (laughs) that basket was very full. That stuff is the stuff we should do first up because it's generally the easiest, right? And it's the hardest to get off your desk. This episode is not about that. But anyway, what a tangent. I'm already a minute in. Cool. So today's episode (laughs) is actually about, and it's a technical episode, we are Tech Tuesday. What I want to talk to you about is simplifying your product or service because the number one issue I see with business owners lately, actually, and I've had a lot of them, I've been doing this great training and I think I've spoken about it in some of the other episodes. I know I talk about it a lot on my Insta. I've been doing this training with these amazing companies Australia-wide, helping them with their online digital presence, right? So there's about 80 of them. And one of the things that came up in our last session together, which was actually around branding, but what came up was how do I... When I've got multiple products, services, how does that affect the brand? And so today I wanted to, on a tech level, actually give you the way to kind of move forward with that issue because a lot of people find like I might have 10 different products and each of them speaks to a different market. So how do I still get my brand across, but without dispersing, I guess, the impact of the brand or what it stands for? And my answer to them was, because this is a real tricky one and it's really tricky, I guess, to articulate in a podcast episode when I'm not seeing your particular individual brand and the products underneath it or the product suite. In the service industry, what I find happens a lot when someone comes to me with an issue like this, it's because they've complicated the services and they're trying to just be like fully ad hoc for every single person that comes to them. So it's like, how can I service everyone? And I know niching is like really, really trendy at the moment, I guess is the word. And I do like niching, but I think there's there's a point to over niching. Like, you know, if I I went out there and marketed to one service group, that would be cutting off half of my talent to half of the people I can help, right? So I think, yes, there is an element here of get really clear on your product and service before you go to market, or yes, you're going to have a really diluted message and really, I guess, fuck up what your brand stands for. Excuse the French, but how else do I explain that? So get really clear on that. So if you are trying to be completely ad hoc, every single time that you have a new customer, you're like, yes, we can service anyone. We can help anyone because we just do marketing. And I'm using marketing as an example because it's easy for me to do, right? The problem with that is you actually are going to end up helping no one because your message is not clear enough. You're not telling them what you can actually do. You're not selling anything. You're just selling the fact that I do everything and no one wants to work with the person that does everything. What are your strengths? What have you done in the past? What have you got social proof that you can do and get really, really clear on that. So that's in the service space, right? So please stop trying to be all things to everyone. It's not a great strategy and you will notice that you're going to hate your business. 
really quickly. I know this because when I started out, I was like, hey, I'm going to do all things to everyone because I had no fucking idea what a marketing business needed to look like. All I'd ever seen modeled is agencies. I hadn't actually ever seen anyone that had just gone, I'm bloody good at strategy and that's the space I'm going to sit in and I can help you with execution to an extent and X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. Not going to bore you with my story, but that is kind of what I want you to be thinking about. All things to everyone is like jack of all trades, master of none. So what are you the master of? What do you have social proof that you're the master of? Or is there a way, do you need to go out and do some beta clients so that you can get that social proof? That's you, service people. Please do that. Product people, not as easy. Because if you're like, for example, these people that I've been doing this training for, they're stores. So they've got physical stores that sell uh, you know, a whole range of products. So how do you market yourselves without diluting your own brand with the brands of the people that you sell and all of that great stuff. And my answer to them was, why do you have the retail store, the online store? Why do you sell the products that you sell? Who are you helping? And you might be helping three different people. You might be helping farmers, landscapers, or, you know, I don't know, some someone else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Terrible analogy here, but you might be helping, yeah, farmers. Say you're helping farmers, but you're also helping landscapers, right? They're two very different se- market segments. And you don't necessarily want to cut yourself off from either of them because you sell products that service both. They're going to have a common problem. And that problem is they need to pump water or that problem is they need someone knowledgeable enough to be able to understand the product that's going to solve their problem. So you're selling knowledge. It's quite deep, isn't it? <laughs> So when you are selling products, that's what you're, find out what it, what are you selling? You're selling a solution. You're selling a one-stop shop. You are selling whatever it is that you're selling. And that's what you build your brand around. And yes, you can run campaigns on certain products and you can talk about how you sell, you know, X brand, or you can talk about whatever it is. At the end of the day, you are in business for a purpose. And that purpose is what your brand stands for. So you need to understand your values. You need to understand your why. And that's how you market. You don't market from a point of we sell products. Yeah, cool. So does the store down the road. But why should someone come to you over them? So this is a technical side, sort of technical, but we've got a little bit thought here. But The technical side is getting really clear on your values, getting really clear on why you're in business. And I talk about this pretty much in every episode, don't I? And then that helps build the foundations of your brand. And once you have those foundations of your brand, nothing's going to dilute your brand because you're going to have a tag, like your tagline doesn't need to be helping the agriculture industry. Or maybe you have a few taglines for different industries, but you know that every industry is somewhere different at different times. Like for example, you can assume that on Instagram, you're never ever going to reach a farmer at 5am in the morning because they're probably out tending to their farm. If you're trying to reach your farmers, market at a different time for them. Are they even on Instagram? I know the answer to that. I'll let you do your own market research. (laughs) But this is my point is, you know, understanding the market, understanding who it is you serve. And it is okay sometimes. Thank you, Alfie. It is okay sometimes to be marketing to several different industries. It's not necessarily going to dilute your brand. And yes, I'm a big fan of niching, but niching doesn't necessarily mean cutting off whole segments that you do work with, that you've got social proof that you work with, that you need to work with, just because they're not the same as another market. It's okay to service two different markets. And that is it for today. I hope that's been helpful. I hope that's going to help you show up as your brand and understand that your brand isn't reflective of the products and the services. Your brand is standalone. Your brand is the experience 
that someone gets when they get that product or service, right? Hope that's been helpful. If you need my help anymore, you know where to find me. I hope you have a great week.